Manchester. Hey, my young news buddy. Ready for another dose of fresh events from the world of politics and finance? Hey, of course I'm ready. What's on the agenda for today? Well, first of all, nine countries, including big shots like the United States, Canada, and the UK, have decided to suspend funding for the BAPOR. Can you imagine how this could impact the global economy? Wow, that's really important news. What else? And secondly, there's been a scandal in Ukraine. It turns out that officials from the Ministry of Defense tried to steal one and a half billion hryvnias for the purchase of artillery shells. Can't believe this is happening in our time. This is just unbelievable. But let's move on to some more pleasant news. In Finland, the first round of presidential elections took place. And this is especially important because Finland has joined NATO. Oh, that's really interesting. Well, let's discuss all these news in more detail. And by the way, don't forget that we're not just here to discuss the news, but also to learn and grow. So don't hesitate to ask questions if something isn't clear. Thanks. I'll definitely be asking questions. Let's get started with our discussion. Um, have you ever wondered why Generation Z is so concerned about aging, mate? Well, I reckon they're just scared of getting old like everyone else. You know, I recently read an article in the New York Times that says Generation Z, those born roughly between 1996 and 2010, are worried that they are aging faster than millennials. Wow, that sounds strange. They're still so young. Yeah, but they think it's all down to stress. The article says, perhaps like all those before them, they're just getting older. And this trend will undoubtedly continue. Well, that sounds logical. We're all getting older, mate. Yeah, but the article also says that Generation Z grew up in an era when filters were popular and ageism was thriving. They might have seen more Photoshop and plastic surgery than real faces, and just don't understand how to preserve youth online and whether it's necessary. That sounds really sad, mate. Yeah, but at the same time, many of them are approaching the stage of life where important decisions need to be made, and it's causing anxiety. Members of Generation Z are worried about approaching their 30s, the time when everything should be ready. Well, that sounds like my life. I'm always worrying about what I need to do. Yeah, but you're still young. You're not thinking about hitting 30 soon, mate. Yeah, that's true. But I still worry about a lot of things, you know? And that's okay. We all worry about many things. But remember, life definitely exists after 30. But I'm not sure about after 40. Haha. <laughs> well, that sounds promising, doesn't it? Yeah. And remember, age anxiety is normal and curable. So don't worry too much, mate. You know, something funny just came to mind. There was this interesting incident that happened recently at the Louvre. Someone actually spilled soup on the Mona Lisa. Have you heard about it? Yeah, I heard about that. I wonder what kind of soup it was. Maybe a creamy pumpkin soup with a hint of fresh nutmeg, or perhaps a carrot and celery puree with a touch of ginger? Lentil soup could also be a possibility. Oh, you know your soups. But thankfully, the Mona Lisa is protected by bulletproof glass, so she's all good. Oh, thank goodness for that. But who would have thought it wasn't the activists from Just Stop Oil or Extinction Rebellion known for their controversial actions? Yeah, it was the activists from Repost Alimentaire, or Food Response, who are demanding a social food security program. They say, in France, every third person skips meals due to lack of means, while 20% of the food produced is wasted. Our model stigmatizes the most vulnerable segments of the population and does not respect our fundamental right to food. Wow, that's incredible. I wonder how quickly the museum staff reacted to this. Oh, they were really quick. At the end of the two-minute video I saw, you could see them immediately cordoning off the painting and ushering people out. I think they used to be less nimble before, but it seems they're starting to get used to it. Well, I hope they won't get used to these things too often. 
But, you know, it feels like you're treating me like a kid. Maybe because I love soup so much. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to offend you. You just know your soup so well, I couldn't resist making a joke. I choke you guys. You know, I just remembered this interesting thing called freeganism. Have you ever heard of it, my little foodie? Freeganism? No, never heard of it. Is it like veganism, but with meatballs? Ha ha, no mate. Freeganism is when people only eat discarded food. Check out the Wikipedia article, and I'll tell you about a freegan's personal experience. He did an experiment and survived for two weeks solely on discarded food. Eating discarded food, you mean from the bin? Is that a new trend in dietology? Yeah, exactly. But not just from the bins, but from the dumpsters behind stores and supermarkets. It's a whole science, can you imagine? And by the way, he saved $200 over those two weeks. You know, mate, there's some fascinating news I want to chat with you about. Most species of land hermit crabs around the world have started using trash instead of shells as their homes. This sounds pretty unusual. But why are they doing it? Is this some kind of new trend in the hermit crab world? Well, according to a study by experts from two Polish universities, there could be several reasons for that. Firstly, there's more trash than shells on the coasts. Secondly, on a dirty beach, trash makes for excellent camouflage. Thirdly, plastic is lighter than a shell. And finally, with the help of plastic homes, there might be a better chance of finding a mate for mating. Wow, that's really amazing. But how do they choose what to use as their home? Do they have their own crabby preferences? Researchers analyzed publicly available images of hermit crabs and scientific literature from previous years. They found 386 instances of crustaceans using trash instead of shells, with around 85% opting for plastic lids and the rest choosing metal and glass. That's sad. But I saw a video where a hermit crab finally swapped its plastic cap for a beautiful and comfy shell. It was so touching. Hopefully this will become a new trend among hermit crabs. Yeah, that's really encouraging. We just need to stop littering and collecting shells from the beaches. That's all, right? And then the hermit crabs can go back to their natural homes. You know my little genius, yesterday I came across the headline, funding for Baypour suspended by nine countries. And I thought to myself, what on earth is Baypour? Oh, I know, it's the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees. Wow, that's incredible. You always know everything. But do you know why these countries suspended the funding? Well, I reckon it's related to the accusations against the agency staff. They're being accused of aiding Hamas in preparing for the attack on the 7th of October. Absolutely. And imagine the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said he was horrified by what he heard. Not just concerned, but horrified. Wow, that's really scary. It's interesting that Baypour was founded in 1949, and now they're saying that one of the Israeli hostages was held in the house of an agency employee. Yeah, that's really awful. But you know, I've always been curious about how these things can happen right under the nose of international organizations. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. But I think we'll only find out the answer with time. Archai. You know, ducks, some pretty interesting things are happening in Ukraine. Imagine this. Officials from the Ministry of Defense tried to steal one and a half billion hryvnias from the budget for purchasing artillery shells. That's around $40 million. They were supposed to buy 100,000 mortar shells for the armed forces, but ended up buying zero. Fortunately, the money was returned to the budget. Wow, that's a whole load of money. And they were just trying to nick it, but why didn't they buy those shells? You know what's really interesting? This is just the tip of the iceberg. There are also the Grinkoviches father and son, who won tenders to supply clothing to the Ukrainian armed forces and delivered very low-quality items, profiting from the war and living a luxurious life. 
They're behind bars now. The son even tried to illegally cross the border in the Odessa region after escaping from house arrest. But he was caught. Blimey, that sounds like the plot of a crime movie. But it's real life, isn't it? So what's happening in Ukraine right now? The war is still ongoing. Every day, Russia is attacking Ukraine with shelling, ballistic and guided missiles, and aerial bombs. Meanwhile, in the U.S., the aid package to Ukraine is still not approved, and someone just casually transfers hundreds of millions of HRevnias into their own accounts. Blimey, that's just unbelievable. But there must be some good news out there, right? Unfortunately, the world isn't always as we'd like it to be. But we can change it, starting with ourselves. For example, not giving in to threats and not unsubscribing from extremist resources and chats, as the authorities in Belarus are doing. And remember, even in the darkest times, there's always a place for light and hope. Saakim. You know, my little political analyst, all these questions about war and security are undoubtedly important and serious. But let's take a little break from this topic and switch to politics. Have you heard about the recent presidential elections in Finland? Oh, yes. In Finland, the first round of the presidential elections took place yesterday. And you know what's interesting? Unlike most European countries, the president of Finland holds executive power in developing foreign policy and security policy, especially when it comes to countries outside the EU, such as the US, Russia, and China. Wow, that's amazing. So the president of Finland isn't just a symbolic figure like in some countries, but a real player on the political stage. And on top of that, he also serves as the supreme commander of the Finnish armed forces. So in light of recent events, these elections are really important. Absolutely. And these are the first presidential elections since Finland became a member of NATO. The second round will be on the 11th of February. And you know what else is interesting? All the candidates agree that it's necessary to strengthen security and continue to support Ukraine. Well, let's keep an eye on these elections. And by the way, don't forget to tell me if anything interesting happens. Absolutely. And by the way, I'm sure I'll find something interesting on Nintendo. Well, you're quite the joker. But let's get back to our topic. You know, my little genius, I was playing Pokemon on Nintendo recently and I had to choose a name for the character who would be my friend and opponent in the game. And I chose the name Javon. Javon? Isn't that the name of that dark-skinned lad with glasses like Harry Potter's mate who's always having a laugh with you, right? Absolutely right. This little rascal recently caused a bit of a stir for us. He didn't want to eat and in a fit, dropped a plate on his foot, nearly broke a toe. Oh, that sounds like something he would do. He's always so clumsy. Yeah. And the funniest thing is that he was limping at first, and now he's waiting for his toenail to fall off. And he's really proud of himself for it. Haha, that's so like Javon. But you know, he recently noticed that we're treating him like a kid. And he said, I'm not little, I'm already big. Oh, that's so like him. Always trying to act grown up, but still our little genius. Um. All right, my little genius. Ready for a fresh dose of knowledge? Mate, I'm not a little genius. Unfortunately, I'm not. But yeah, I'm ready. All right, sorry. Won't do that again. So there's a new game out called Pal World. It's an open world where creatures suspiciously similar to Pokemon live. Wait, you're saying they're similar to Pokemon? That sounds interesting. What do you have to do with them? You know what's interesting? You can kill them, tame them, or do both. It's like a hybrid of Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Horizon on a budget. It's intriguing that they don't even shy away from this resemblance. Wow, that sounds like something completely new. But won't the Pokemon company have a problem with such a resemblance? Great question. They say that the Pokemon company will be looking into whether there's any copyright infringement. 
But I reckon the creators of Pal World should be ready for that, because their creatures are ridiculously similar to Pokemon. And that's no joke. Well, that will be interesting to watch. Let's keep an eye on how things unfold. And by the way, I'm still not a genius, Olya. Haha, <laughs> got it. My little, um, I mean, my big non-genius. Now that we've covered the gaming news, let's switch to something more down-to-earth. You know what salad is making a comeback, my little foodie? Mm, let's go with Caesar. Well done, you clever duck. The New York Times says that a menu is a time capsule in culture, reflecting the comfort, habits, tastes, and values of a particular era. It's interesting to think about what kind of era it is when Caesar is back in fashion, isn't it? Is this the era of millennials? Wow, I guessed it. You're absolutely right, my little clever clogs. I think Caesar was popular in the restaurants in Minsk when I was at university. So maybe it's the millennials pining for their carefree youth. Or maybe they just love a tasty salad. I wouldn't say no to that either. Absolutely. Caesar is a big and predictable salad with eggs, a mountain of iceberg lettuce in sauce, grilled chicken filet, croutons, and hard Italian cheese. It's almost like comfort food. At our monthly get-together with the girls, three out of the four of us ordered Caesar. Haha, <laughs> what a choice you had. I would have gone for Caesar, too. Yeah, there were only two salads to choose from, but again, one of them was the good old Caesar. Well, in that case, I want Caesar for dinner, too. Can I, can I? All right, agreed, my little foodie. While I'm cooking, I'll tell you about the Reuters photo collections, the Australian Open Tennis Championship, and the Hot Air Balloon Festival in Switzerland. And I'll show you a picture by Liana Fink. Romance, I'll take care of you. Reality, take care of me. Oh, that sounds interesting. Go on, tell me more. Hey there, have you ever heard of FKJ? If not, you absolutely have to listen to his new album, I Lang Ilang EP. It's 20 minutes of simply incredible music from the 33-year-old French multi-instrumentalist. He's just a wizard at what he does. You ever wonder why the young ones are so scared of getting old, my little philosopher? I was reading this article in the New York Times yesterday, and it was talking about how Generation Z, you know, those born from around 1996 to 2010, are really worried about aging. Quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's strange. They're only 27 to 28 years old at most. Why are they so worried? They think they're aging faster than millennials. Can you imagine? They even compare themselves to milk that spoils quickly. I burst out laughing when I read that. Well, that's hilarious. Do they really think that stress is making them age? Yes, exactly. But the article says that we shouldn't blame them for this. They grew up in the era of filters and ageism, saw more Photoshop and plastic surgery than real faces, and they just don't understand how to preserve youthfulness online and whether it's even necessary. Well, that makes sense, but why are they so worried about turning 30? They're fretting about approaching their 30s, the time when, as they believe, everything should be sorted. But what exactly this everything is, they didn't specify. Well, that sounds just like my older sister. She always says that by the time she's 30, she should have it all. Career, family, home. Absolutely. And now the Zoomers are growing up right before our eyes, and they're a bit shocked. But you know what? Life definitely exists after 30, but I'm not so sure about after 40. Haha. <laughs> Come on, you're kidding, right? Of course, I'm just kidding. You can find something good at any age. The main thing is not to be afraid of getting older. You know, speaking of aging and changes, it's a great segue to another topic. What do you think about unusual protest actions? For example, recently in the Louvre, they poured soup over the Mona Lisa. Yeah, I heard about that. It wasn't just a simple soup spill. It was a culinary act of vandalism. 
Interestingly, it wasn't just any soup. It seemed to be a creamy pumpkin soup with a hint of fresh nutmeg or a carrot soup with celery and ginger. It could have been a lentil soup too. I don't know how they chose that particular soup, but it definitely wasn't your ordinary broth. Oh, you know your soups. But thankfully, the Mona Lisa has long been behind bulletproof glass, so she's all good. What's surprising is that it wasn't the activists from Just Stop Oil or Extinction Rebellion who did it, known for their controversial actions. Yeah, that was done by the activists of the Repost Alimentaire Movement, or Food Response, who are demanding social food security. They say, in France, every third person skips meals due to lack of means. Meanwhile, 20% of the food produced is thrown away. Our model stigmatizes the most vulnerable segments of the population and does not respect our fundamental right to food. It's quite a serious statement, and they chose a rather unusual way to draw attention to this issue. Wow, that's serious. How quickly did the museum staff react to this? They were very quick. At the end of the two-minute video they filmed, you can see how they immediately cordoned off the painting and started ushering people out. I think they used to be less nimble before, but it seems they're getting used to it. Maybe they even conducted training for such incidents. You know, my young foodie, I recently came across this phenomenon called freeganism. Have you heard of it? Freeganism? Is that a new yoga trend or what? Ha ha. No, it's not yoga. Freeganism is when people eat food that's been thrown away by stores and supermarkets. And it's not just random, there's a whole science to it. Are you kidding out of the trash? That's unsafe, isn't it? Well, actually, it's not as scary as it sounds. For example, I found an article on Wikipedia and even the personal experience of a freegan. He conducted an experiment and lived on discarded food for two weeks. And you know what? Not only did he survive, but he also saved a ton of money. Wow, that sounds like a real scientific experiment. But still, I think it's a bit strange, don't you? Yeah, it might seem strange. But in this way, people not only save money, but also fight against food waste. After all, many products are thrown away just because they don't look perfect, even though they are perfectly edible. As they say, don't judge an apple by its skin. I say. You know, my little explorer, the world is full of amazing things. For example, most species of land hermit crabs around the world use trash as their shells. This was discovered in a study by experts from two Polish universities. Wow, that sounds pretty strange. Are you saying they use trash instead of shells? Yeah, that's right. The researchers analyzed publicly available images of hermit crabs and the scientific literature from previous years. They found 386 examples of these crabs using trash instead of shells, with about 85% using plastic bottle caps and the rest using metal and glass. But don't worry, they're not planning to open their own landfill. Wow, that's incredible. And why on earth are they doing that? According to scientists, there could be several reasons for this. There's more trash than shells on the coasts. On a dirty beach, trash makes for excellent camouflage. Plastic is lighter than a shell. And using plastic homes might increase the chances of finding a mate. But of course, it doesn't mean they're becoming masters of disguise. That's quite sad. But, you know, I saw a video where a hermit crab finally swapped its plastic cap for a beautiful and comfortable shell. That's fantastic. But you know, we just need to stop littering and collecting shells from the beaches. It's not that hard, is it? Otherwise, hermit crabs might start using our old socks. Yeah, totally. We need to be more responsible and take care of our planet, ducks. Yeah. Hey, have you heard about the latest news from the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees, UNRWA? Yeah, mate. I saw the headline, Funding for UNRWA Suspended by Nine Countries. 
At first, I didn't even know what UNRWA was, but it turns out it's a UN agency that helps Palestinian refugees. Quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's really interesting. But why did they suspend the funding? You won't believe this, but the agency's staff are being accused of helping Hamas prepare for an attack on the 7th of October. Can you imagine? It's like if I were helping you prepare coffee, but way more serious. Wow, that's a serious accusation. What does the UN have to say about this? I tell you, the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said he was horrified by what he heard. Not just concerned, but horrified. I guess he was as horrified as I was when I found out that the coffee in our office had run out. That's really awful. Which countries have suspended the funding? The United States, Canada, Australia, the United Kingdom, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Switzerland, and Finland. It's like if all your mates suddenly decided not to show up for your birthday party. Interesting, I wonder when UNRWA was founded. UNRWA was founded in 1949, and now they're saying that one of the Israeli hostages was held in the house of an agency employee. It's like finding out that your neighbor is a supervillain from a comic book. That's really awful, let's hope everything gets sorted out. Hey, my young friend, have you heard about the recent scandal with the Ukrainian Ministry of Defense? Hey mate, no, tell me more. Sure thing. It turns out that officials tried to steal one and a half billion hryvnias from the budget for purchasing artillery shells. That's about $40 million. They were supposed to buy 100,000 mortar shells for the Ukrainian armed forces, but guess what? They bought zero. Zero? How is that even possible, mate? Yeah, that's right. But luckily, the money was returned to the budget. But that's not the only scandal. Have you heard about the Grinkovichs, the father and son who won tenders to supply clothing to the Ukrainian armed forces and delivered very low-quality items, profiting from the war and living a lavish life? Yeah, I heard something about that. They're behind bars now, aren't they? Oh, you know what? Yeah, they're behind bars now. The son even tried to illegally cross the border somewhere in the Odessa region, but got caught. Blimey. And the war continues. Every day, Russia is attacking Ukraine with suicide drones, ballistic and cruise missiles, and aerial bombs. Yeah, and meanwhile, in the U.S., the aid package to Ukraine still hasn't been approved, and someone just casually transferred hundreds of millions of atrivnias to their own accounts. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. But let's not forget about the Belarusian repression. The authorities are sending threats to former political prisoners and their families, demanding that they disassociate from extremist resources and chat. Blimey, that's just awful. Let's hope things turn around for the better, mate. Yeah, time marches on for everyone. But we mustn't forget about those who suffer from injustice. Let's keep an eye on the situation and support those who need our help. Catch you later, mate. Catch you later, mate. Let's hope for the best. Salt. The situation is really complicated. Speaking of security and foreign policy, by the way, the first round of presidential elections took place in Finland yesterday. And you know what's interesting? Unlike most European countries, the president of Finland has executive power in developing foreign and security policy, especially when it comes to countries outside the EU, like the US, Russia, and China. Wow, that's really interesting. So, the president of Finland isn't just a symbolic figure like in some countries, he actually makes important decisions. And he's also the supreme commander of the Finnish armed forces. It's like in video games when you have a character who can do it all. Absolutely, my little gamer. And in light of recent events, these elections are especially important. These are the first presidential elections since Finland became a member of NATO. The second round will be on the 11th of February. Oh, I'll definitely mark that in my calendar. It's interesting to see what happens next. 
In terms of foreign policy, all the candidates agree that we need to strengthen security and continue to support Ukraine. It sounds like a very responsible task. Yeah, that's spot on. But you know what else is interesting? I've got something cool lined up on my Nintendo. So if anything exciting happens, I'll definitely fill you in. Oh, I can't wait. I hope it's something related to politics. I love learning new things. We've already covered politics, so let's turn to something lighter. Have you ever thought about the different characters in video games? I've got a funny story about that. Oh, spill the beans. I've always been a fan of funny stories. Well, imagine this, mate. I'm playing a Pokemon game on Nintendo, and I had to choose a name for the character who will be my friend and opponent at the same time. And I chose the name... Javon. Javon? Is that some kind of famous Pokemon, mate? Ha 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 ha, no, it's not a Pokemon. Javon is the dark-skinned boy with glasses, like Harry Potter's. He's my daughter's best friend. Recently, he didn't want to eat and in a fit dropped a plate on his foot, nearly broke his toe. At first he limped and now he's waiting for his nail to fall off. Very proud of himself, he is. Hey, that sounds like something a Pokemon could do. I wonder how he's coping with that. Oh, he's doing great. He's always boasting about his battle wound. It's so funny and cute at the same time. Well, that definitely sounds like something a Pokemon could do, doesn't it? By the way, speaking of Pokemon, that leads us nicely to a new game I recently stumbled upon. Have you heard of Pal World, mate? Go on, spill the beans, and don't forget to add a bit of humor, mate. It's a game about an open world where creatures suspiciously similar to Pokemon Live. You have to either kill them, tame them, or do a bit of both. It's like a hybrid of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Horizon on a shoestring budget. It sounds like someone threw Pokemon and Horizon into a blender. Wow, that sounds interesting. But are they really so similar to Pokemon, mate? Yeah, it's hilarious. They say the Pokemon company will be looking into whether there's any copyright infringement. But you know what's even funnier? They really do look like Pokemon, just in a more realistic style. Well, I reckon Pal World should be ready for that if their critters look so much like Pokemon. Otherwise, it'll be like catching a Pokemon and then finding out it's not a Pokemon. Uh, uh, you know what salad is making a comeback? I think you can guess. It's the Caesar salad. The NYT says that the menu is a time capsule in culture, reflecting the comfort, habits, tastes, and values of a particular era. It's interesting to think about what kind of era we're living in, isn't it? Is this the era of millennials who long for their carefree youth? Ha ha ha, maybe. I think Caesar was popular in the restaurants in Minsk when I was at university. Although times are turbulent now, Caesar is a big and predictable salad with egg, a mountain of iceberg lettuce and sauce, grilled chicken fillet, croutons, and hard Italian cheese, almost like comfort food. At our monthly get-together with the girls, three out of four of us ordered Caesar. Ha ha. Yeah, there were only two salads to choose from, but again, one of them was the good old Caesar. Absolutely. And hey, I wanted to show you some photo collections from Reuters, the Australian Open Tennis Championship and the Hot Air Balloon Festival in Switzerland. Also, a picture by Liana Fink. Romance, I'll take care of you. Reality, take care of me. Oh, that's interesting. I'll definitely check it out. And by the way, I love a good Caesar salad too. <laughs> 